Hey, it's your Black Zen Weekly Wellness Podcast. I'm Stacy here with my sister Jasmine. We are your Black Zen team. Before we get into this month's theme, for those who are listening to us for the first time, Black Zen is an organization, a social enterprise, a non-profit, a group of folks that are all <laughs> here to make sure that our communities get stronger, get wiser, get better, and start to move through our lives in a way that is thoughtful, and that is compassionate, that is loving, and that is moving forward. And we do all of that through meditation. And we use that as the cornerstone of our growth, because that's the most honest and efficient way to get down to the nitty gritty real and then move from a great place. I like that, Jasmine. That's Mm -hmm. the first time we said the nitty gritty, get there efficiently, meditation is it. Correct. You're exactly right. If I had to sum up all our entire mission in three words, it's efficient meditation growth. (laughs) Done. Done. That's it. That's our new business cards. I know. Uh, So we're going to go right. Oh, for those that don't know what we do and you want to find out more information, our website, blackzen.co. Again, blackzen.co for more info about what we do, Mm -hmm. what we offer, and additional resources on our site to help support growth in other ways through reading articles or seeing other experiences through the writings of others. Exactly. We're going to hop right into our topic this month. Mm -hmm. March is going to be all about retreats. Jazz and I get a lot of emails requesting retreat recommendations. Are they helpful? Do we find them helpful personally? Mm-hmm. And just want to know some of our experiences with those. And we thought, perfect time to discuss this in March when everyone's on that new energy and wants to really find time to relax and really get into spearheading our growth. Yeah, I think it's a good renewal period usually. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Spring is all about new starts. So most people... Look for retreats to have that new start or create that new start. Mm -hmm. So one of the things I noticed when we were receiving these emails is that we might be talking about two different things. Some folks are looking at wellness retreats and some people are talking about meditation retreats. Mm -hmm. And I definitely want to point out that there's a difference. Yeah. And so before we can even talk about retreats in general and why they're useful, we need to talk about the difference between the two. A wellness retreat. In my mind, I'm getting my nails done. I'm getting a facial. I'm taking a break. I'm getting a massage. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) And I feel like that falls more into the self-care realm. Yeah, it's in the self-care bucket for sure. You know what I mean? Where it's more like taking time away to kind of pamper myself. No, and you, I don't think you need any time away to pamper (laughs) yourself. (laughs) Well, well, I think it's, you know, we go back and forth on the self-care thing anyway. I find myself responding to people about meditation retreats. Mm -hmm. And the difference there is that you're disconnecting not to pamper yourself, or to have that self-care element, it's really to remove yourself from your day-to-day activities Mm -hmm. to look inward. Yeah. To sit and focus and look inward and grow from there. And I think what we get out of a meditation retreat is usually a longer-lasting change. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not just a break and I get my nails done, I get my hair done, and I feel good for that day. Right, and then a week, (laughs) you know, my nail color is chipped, and then, you know, and it's like whatever massage I had, like the effects are no longer there because I went right back into my life and the same stress hadn't necessarily moved just because I removed myself. See, this is is good. You said it came back, and that's the point of a meditation retreat is Mm -hmm. that you're going there to change something long-term. I hate the idea of saying that we're changing ourselves long-term because a part of a meditation practice is accepting exactly who you are. All of that that being an okay thing. So I hesitate to say change. I'll say a meditation retreat, more so than a wellness retreat, gives us the building blocks to create sustainable change. Meaning when I leave that retreat, 
I get to come back home and implement some of those tools I'm learning Mm -hmm. so that my life feels like that. Yes. Not just my day. Yes. Not just that one experience. Correct. Correct. All right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Does Mm -hmm. that make sense to you? It does make sense to me. Yeah. Are you a fan of the wellness retreat or the meditation retreat or do you like both? Okay, you know how I feel about self care. Everybody knows that we wait, every time we say self care, like, like cringe. Yeah, I cringe just a little bit because it's a little bit goobery to well, me. Well, it's not but goobery. I think it just it's surface. It, it feels, feels surface. Like, it feels right. surface. It feels like not real change. It feels like I'm doing all the things on the outside to make me feel good, correct, and not fixing the inside to make me feel whole. Exactly. So to me, it feel <laughs> yeah. it feels like treating the symptom rather than the actual root cause of the issue. Okay. Um, but I will say I have the stomach for it for up to four hours. What I mean by that is I have been to one wellness retreat where I actually thought it was kind of interesting. And one of the exercises that the facilitator had us do was to basically like create a map of each sort of meridian of our life. So whether that's family. Meridian, big word. Well, you know, but whether that's that's your uh, family life, personal life, right, your work life, how you view the world, all these are the things. And then on a scale of one to 10, where would you rate yourself with those things? And then you basically draw a circle between all the points and you see where you're lacking, where there's, where there is less attention. And if you keep saying, I want to see more, but then you realize that when you actually do the one to 10, the thing you said you wanted to spend more time on right now is a two in your life. Okay. And the thing that you said stresses you out is what you spend a 10 on in your life. (laughs) Then it allows you to understand, oh, I might need to shift my priorities or I might need to shift certain things. To me, it was a, a helpful roadmap to be able to say, is everything I say I want to do lining up with where I put my time, my energy, and my attention? All right. So we can say that both a wellness retreat and a meditation retreat give you perspective in terms of steps on how to move forward. Yeah. Or at least give you insight into what you're focusing on right now and where you are. Yes. I'll give you that. Yes. I'll give you that. Stacy, personally, yeah, I'm not going to go to a wellness retreat. <laughs> Why not? The idea of spending money. I mean, I like pampering myself and all that, but yeah. I wouldn't call that a retreat. In my mind... A retreat is meditation-based, or at least silence-based. Oh, sure. Because usually a meditation retreat has basic components. Yeah. Meaning you're out in the woods. Or, or, you're, or you're in some sort of peaceful atmosphere, whether peaceful that's like by that's, water or just, yeah. It's away from your day-to-day. Yes. Um, the food is usually restricted to something very Vegetarian simple, and delicious. Vegetarian-based. Yes. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows Jasmine's a super, super <laughs> veg. But you have that component, but you also yeah. have a component of silence. And I understand that. that. That you don't get in a wellness retreat, from my perspective. I would and agree. I think that is key to creating that long-term, lasting, building blocks of change. I would agree with that. to sustain. I would right? agree with that. And I, I would say that I also think it depends on your personality. Because, you know, you have introverts and you have extroverts. And I think there are some people who get really energized by being in a room full of people, doing a group exercise, and hearing from other people's perspectives and things like that. For some people, they love that. And I think I love that up to a point. And then I also think I really love having nobody say anything to me for an hour so I can just think for myself. Well, one is, I mean, like you were talking about with the group uh, wellness retreat, Mm -hmm. You're getting energized to create those things with other people. I mean, right. uh, you're using the energy in the room and the collaborative spirit of change yes. to kind of fuel where you want to go. And yes. I think that makes perfect sense. And for some people, that's super, super helpful. Yeah. For others, being around that many people and having that many conversations and having to engage that deeply for an extended period of time is actually draining. Where they get their energy from and where they feel, where they feel motivated from is not from doing that. Even if I go to a wellness retreat and I'm motivated by the conversation in the room and I have that spark, mm-hmm. it's still not deep enough to me. Jazz and I disagree on this. You can tell we go back. We've gone back and forth on this 
there is some merit to a wellness retreat if you're just trying to dip your toe into the pool of self-growth. And you're like, I don't (laughs) know that I'm ready for a full-blown 10-day silent meditation retreat, but I am (laughs) ready to start taking a critical look in my life and being thoughtful about what my next steps might look like. And I think that this is a fun way for me to start. Okay. All right. We can agree on that. So we'll say to the people out there who had questions about what retreats are beneficial, what we recommend. Where should I start if I've never been to anything like this? We can collectively say that if you've never done a meditation or wellness retreat before, Mm -hmm. start with the basics. Start with the basics. Start with a a quick half day. Anything that's going to get you outside of your day to day Mm -hmm. to give you the space for that perspective. Yeah. And once you have space and you know where you want to go. Please dip your toe in the meditation retreat waters. Yes. And by meditation retreat waters, we mean something that is based on silence first. Silence first. And so here's the thing. I will say too, meditation retreats are harder to come by. Those usually require you to go outside somewhere, outside Mm -hmm. of your neighborhood. So for the rest of this month's discussion, we want to talk about how to create that meditation retreat in your home. Yes. So that you don't have to go somewhere to get deeper. Right. To go in depth with this. Right. And you, you know? and you don't have to you don't have to necessarily leave your home, spend a ton of money, travel somewhere, disrupt your life, et cetera, et cetera, just to start creating that space and time and distance for yourself to actually start refocusing and resetting where you are in your yes. life. And quick caveat for those that want a wellness retreat at home as well, make a vision board. Boom, you're done. <laughs> <laughs> make a vision board, paint your nails, boom, wellness retreat covered. Well, here's my thing. <laughs> I, I actually do think that there's something really lovely about every now and again giving yourself that day off. I know people who have kids are like, what are you talking about a day off? Like, I get it. And, if, and <laughs> maybe hour. even if it's just an hour, even if it's just two hours, you know, and, and if that's what you need, I think that's great to be able to say, you know what, I'm actually going to take these two hours and I'm not going to bring my phone with me and I'm going to paint my own nails. I'm going to listen to the music I want to listen to and I'm going to put together a vision board for the next year of my life. That's going to be my retreat. I think that's lovely. And I, I, think, and I think sometimes we, we don't realize that a lot of these things are available to us and we just keep thinking that it has to be something larger than something we can do on our own. Yes. Or something we have to go out and spend money on to do. Right. So right. debunking that myth right now. Yes. You know, Jazz yes. and I are all big about debunking myths in general Correct. about meditation, Correct. wellness, and all things related. Yes. So. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And don't get me wrong. I, I'm not saying that I don't value external workshops and having, yep. a, you know, really professional facilitators be in a room to help you move through certain questions and themes. Like, I think that's great. I think there's value in it. But we're saying there's also value in you doing that for yourself in a way that is a really lo-fi solution. Absolutely. Ultimately, the goal is always to really find space and time to just think, to just clear your mind and think. And I think so often you know, what is attractive about a retreat is that it is taking you out of your day-to-day so that you can actually get enough of a perspective to be able to look at your situations and say, oh, why is it that I've been feeling stressed? Or why is it that this isn't working? Or why Mm -hmm. is it that I don't feel satisfied? Or whatever those things are for you, right? Okay. Um, So I think it's really just the impetus for a retreat is to want to take some space away from the day-to-day of your grind, whatever that looks like, in order to get some perspective on how you want to move forward. Okay. So we've talked about wellness retreats, talked about meditation retreats. Mm -hmm. And just to clarify, maybe we talk about what to expect from each. From a wellness and meditation retreat, Mm -hmm. you can expect a break from your day-to-day. Yes. 
you can for find... An, for a certain period of time. For a certain period of time. And you decide how long that is for you. Okay. Mm-hmm. You can also expect relaxation. Some level of relaxation from each of those activities. Yes, for sure. And some semblance of reflection. Yes. And I would say that uh, really when we say reflection, what we're saying is that you are allowing yourself time and space to have a different perspective on your situation. And next steps. Mm-hmm. All right. So what can people not expect from a wellness or meditation retreat? You will not change in a day. That's exactly <laughs> what I was hoping you would say. Because Yeah. Because I, I think that's why people feel like it's unsatisfying sometimes. Where you're like, mm-hmm. well, I thought, you know, I went, I went on this retreat and I wanted my entire life to change. And it's like, yes, and this was the catalyst for changes that might happen within the next, you know, couple of months or a couple of weeks or a couple of years. Mm-hmm. But it is not a... It's not all of a sudden like you like you ripped off this band-aid and you're like a new person. It's like, well, no, those just like you develop certain traits and habits going into that, you're going to have to redevelop or deconstruct things that you've built up that were not useful for you. Yeah. And that takes time. And funny, that goes into my takeaway in terms of what not to expect. Hmm. You cannot come out of a retreat situation expecting not to do more work. Ah, you will oh, yeah. have to build yeah. on what you've learned at the retreat to oh. see the change. You can't, it, again, it can't be one day, but expect work. That's all I'm saying. So number one, don't expect change to happen a day. Number two, don't expect you don't have to fuel your new vision to make it happen. I think that's so key. And I'm glad you said that. What's interesting though, is that the, it's not negative work though. Like it's work that you want to do when you leave oh, that yeah. place. Like whenever, whenever I've left a retreat or whenever I've given myself a true silence and sometimes that silence is a full hour meditation rather than just 20 minutes and after that hour i'm like okay let's go (laughs) right and i've got a whole new way of how i think about things but you're right that it is it is sort of setting up the next set of steps which usually turns into some sort of personal work that you have to do in order to keep moving along the trajectory that you started by stepping away for for a minute and actually getting more perspective got it Mm -hmm. so the takeaway for this week's wellness is Whatever retreat you decide to do, yes, whether it's a wellness retreat or a meditation retreat that goes a little bit deeper, mm-hmm. for either one, go in with the intention of finding silence and taking a break mm-hmm. and come out knowing that there's other things that need to be done to sustain that work you've done mm-hmm. at the retreat. I would agree. Definitely tune in next week because we're going to be talking about how to create that meditation retreat experience at home. And this month's guided meditation is actually a catalyst in making that happen. And in the meantime, between now and the next podcast, find an hour for yourself to focus on your own personal wellness. We'll talk to you next week.